Good morning and welcome to the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily number 23. It is Friday, December 13th, 2019. I am your host, Scott Gumbar, and I am not superstitious unless the Yankees are playing. This podcast is brought to you by Nuage Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com. That's N-W-A-J-Tech.com. All right, let's close out this week in style. We don't have a lot to report today, so that's always good, right? The Hacker News reports Russian police raided Nginx Moscow office detained co-founders. Russian law enforcement officers have raided the Moscow offices of Nginx, the company behind the world's second most popular web service software, over a copyright infringement complaint filed by Rambler, a Russian internet portal and email service provider. According to multiple reports from local media and social media, the police conducted searches and also detained several employees of the company, including Igor Sysoev, the original developer of Nginx, and Maxim Konovalov, another co-founder of the company. Over 30% of the websites on the internet today, including many of the world's most popular sites like Netflix and Twitch, run the Nginx server. So um be interesting to see how this unfolds, but... Uh, there you go. If you're using Nginx, we'll see. Maybe there'll be some changes. Threat post retail cyber attack set to soar 20% in 2019 holiday season. I'm not going to go into a whole lot of detail about this. It's an interview on their website. I've mentioned multiple times since November 1st that you can expect to see a spike in holiday scams and phishing attempts and uh, here's just another case of, of me being right, not to toot my own horn. I don't, I don't want to do that, but, um, that's exactly the case. The, the, there is an increase in both phishing attempts related to holiday and scams, a lot of scams. Um, we got some news here on bleeping computer visa warns of ongoing cyber attacks on gas pump POS systems. So nothing new here as far as the attack vector, but point-of-sale systems of North American fuel dispenser merchants are under an increased and ongoing threat of being targeted by an attack coordinated by cybercrime groups, according to Security Alert published by Visa. Three attacks that targeted organizations in this type of attack with the end goal of scraping payment card data were observed during the summer of 2019, according to Visa Payment Fraud Disruption. This alert follows a previous warning from November that also mentions such merchants being an increasingly attractive target for threat groups due to lack of secure application technology, e.g. EMV chips, point-to-point encryption, tokenization, and non-compliance with PCI DSS. Now, I I did, uh, I believe I heard it in another podcast, the PCI DSS issue is becoming uh, a big issue again where, you know, a lot of businesses are doing what they need to do to be PCI compliant when the time comes for an audit and then a month later they're no longer PCI compliant. So these companies need to get uh, some compliant officers in their businesses or if you're too small for that, hire out a company that can help you with that. Um Microsoft, also on bleeping computer, Microsoft warns of Gallium threat group attacking global telcos. The Microsoft Threat Intelligence Center today published an alert about ongoing attacks directed at telecommunication providers from around the world and operated by a threat group tracked by Microsoft as Gallium. 
Gallium is one of many activity groups we see targeting telcos through Southeast Asia, Europe, and Africa, according to one MSTIC analyst. So my, that's short for that's the acronym for Microsoft Threat Intelligence Center. Um, the hacking group exploits unpatched vulnerabilities to compromise internet-exposed systems running Wildfly JBoss application servers. I, my last real job used a lot of JBoss. Um, so it goes on to talk about the how the attack works. Uh, essentially, if you are using JBoss or um, Wildfly, you're going to want to ensure that you are, um, as much as possible, preventing internet exposure. And um, if it's not preventable, then make sure you are patched and prepared for such attacks. Um, bleeping computer. I've talked about this a couple times. I wrote a, I think I wrote a blog post about this. I don't even know anymore. Um, but another ransomware will not will now publish victims' data if not paid. So this is going to be an increasing trend. I've mentioned. I know I've mentioned this before. Operators of Revel ransomware, otherwise known as Soto no Kibi, have announced that they will use stolen files and data as leverage to get victims to pay ransoms. A new tactic by ransomware develops developers is to release a victim's data if they do not pay the ransom. While we have seen these threats in the past, only recently have ransomware operators such as Maze actually followed through. And I'm going to talk about Maze in a moment. In a new post to a Russian malware and hacker forum shared with us by security researcher Damien, the public-facing representative of the Revel ransomware known as UNKN, states that a new division has been created for large operations. They claim that a recent operation from this group is the attack against the Cyrus One data center that was reported last week. Um, and I, I'm gonna—I haven't seen any updates to that. So if there is any updates, I'll report it. As part of this operation, UNKN claims that they have stolen files from the company before encrypting their network. Revel goes on to say that if the company does not pay the ransom, the ransomware actors will publicly release the stolen data or sell it to competitors. It is in their opinion that this would be more costly to the victim than paying the ransom. Um, so, you know, and you, there's and this is on bleeping computer, so you can go and look at this. But there's um, notes and everything from the attackers I've been saying for a couple of weeks now that this is going to be a growing trend because the community as a whole the business community as a whole has said we're not going to pay ransoms now that doesn't mean that nobody is because some of them still are but as a whole most businesses municipalities healthcare providers and so forth are refusing to pay ransoms so now ransom attacker ransomware attackers are saying okay well if you don't want to pay the ransom then this is what we're going to do next uh and then finally maze ransomware demands six million dollar ransom from southwire six million dollars maze ransomware operators so maze is the same one that attacked um pensacola uh there's there's the government in pensacola the municipality in pensacola Maze ransomware operators claim responsibility for another cyber attack, this time against leading wire and cable manufacturer software company, LLC, from Carrollton, Georgia. Southwire is one of North America's leading wire and cable makers, building wire and cable utility products, metal clad cable, portable and electronic cord products, OEM wire products, and engineered products, per a press release published in January 2019. Now, this is not the typical... Uh, 
victim for a ransomware attacker. So this tells me all businesses need to pay attention. May's ransomware variant of ChaCha ransomware was discovered by Malwarebytes Security. Researcher Jerome Segura in May. The malware strain has become increasingly more active starting with starting in May 2019. Its affiliates are also increasingly more notorious with Proofpoint identifying one of the TA2101 threat actor after observing them while conducting various mal spam campaigns impersonating government agencies. $6 million ransom. The ransom demanded is 850 Bitcoin amounting to approximately $6 million. As customary in the case of May's ransomware, the ransom note also says that company data has also been exfiltrated and ready to be published if the ransom is not paid. Huh. Where have we heard that before? In an email conversation with Bleepy Computer, the group refuted rumors of a $9 billion ransom that started on Reddit and also sent proof that Southwire data was downloaded from their servers. So that they have proven that they have the data. We would like to point out that we noticed this article here. Indeed, that was our work, but they say the price is $9 million USD. This is not true, they said. We do not know who spreads this rumor. The actual price for the network is 850 Bitcoin, which is about eight, which is about six million US dollars. We have attached some proof of the data to this letter. This is the conversation with the group that that uh, launched the ransomware attack. One of Southwire, Southwire's employees working at Rancho Cucamonga plant also shared the ransom note planted on the company's encrypted systems. May's ransomware operators have recently claimed a number of other attacks including one against the city of Pensacola I mentioned earlier that came with a $1 million ransom and another that impacted security staffing firm Allied Universal that was asked to pay 2.3 to have their network decrypted. Now, this is all based on memory, but I'm, if I'm not mistaken, Allied Universal is the one that was going back and forth trying to negotiate a ransom when the maze ransomware attacker said that they would leak the data. They then leaked a small percentage of the data to prove that they can and then increase the ransom. Um, I think that was the group. So uh, I think that was the attack. Sorry. So that, um, you know, we're seeing a new trend here. So if you have data that's sensitive, you're going to want to lock that down as best as you can. Uh, that's going to do it for today's Cybersecurity Daily. I will talk to you again on Monday. Stay secure.